Hey, Costa. Hey, Polly. How are you? Good. It feels like yesterday that we spoke. Yeah, it wasn't that long ago. But uh, Teamless Tuesday is here. Supercoach yeah. Hanukkah. There's a lot going on. There's. I, I didn't think it... I, I thought it would be more boring than it is, but it's... Uh, there's there's some curveballs that have been thrown. There certainly certainly are. Um, yeah, there's there's some coaches playing a bit of funny buggers, some some dodgy looking extended benches that I don't know if I believe. There's some news. Yeah, there's there's quite a bit quite a bit going on. All right. Well, I know you want to talk about captains a little bit later, but why don't we jump into the draw for round three first, and then we'll get round to the captains a little bit later. How's that sound? Yeah, let's go through the teams. Okay. So, it is Supercoach Hanukkah. Mazel tov to you. <laughs> it's a boy. <laughs> Have you seen um, Along Came Polly? Yes. Is that the, the one with Jennifer Aniston? Yeah, and Ben Stiller. Yeah, I think so. And she's like, she's like a bit of a hippie, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he yeah. just got that. I it's, can't really remember it. It's such an underrated movie. It's so funny. Really? Yeah, oh my god, it's amazing. Um, Hank Azaria's in it. He plays like oh, Hank Azaria is amazing. He plays like a French diving instructor. Do you remember this? Oh yeah, maybe vaguely. <laughs> the story of the hippopotamus. <laughs> anyway, it's 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 all time, but. But um, Alec Baldwin's in it too, and he plays like um, Ben Stiller's boss, right? And and like he does weird things, like like kind of like rubs Ben Stiller's earlobe while Ben Stiller's taking <laughs> taking a piss. Um, but anyway, what's this got to do with the team list? <laughs> so no, no, it's got to do with Muzzle Top. So he goes to <laughs> so. So he goes to like a Jewish event, and instead of just like saying muzzle top or whatever, <laughs> or whatever, he just goes up and he's like, eh, muzzle, muzzle, good things. What? <laughs> I say it to people all the time now. What does that mean? It doesn't mean anything. It's just like. Okay, he's just. Yeah, yeah. sure. I'm going to have to watch it. Maybe I'll watch it again tonight after this. Um, all right, so should I start with the Broncos? Let's start with the Broncos. So the big news is that Lodge is on the extended bench. Uh-huh. Um, so for me, that makes Flegler more interesting, even if that's only for one week. Yep. He's, he becomes playable this week. Um, mm-hmm. The only thing is whether or not we believe that Lodge is not going to come into the team. So um, they've named this dude Ethan Bullimore. Ethan Bullimore. Who's a yeah, prop. he's got... Big raps. Yeah, yeah. He's a prop, though, so, you know, it wouldn't surprise if, if Lodge is to come in. But it's the first game of the round, so we'll know. Mm-hmm. If Lodge comes in, I think that's... And, and who knows? Lodge could even come straight in at start. That's that's less good for Flegler. But, yeah, so so some pretty good news for Flegler owners there. Um, is there anything else? You're, well, you said Jamil Hopwade would get it would get the edge roll, and he did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I know what I'm talking and, about. Yeah, and the other interesting thing is um, with McCulloch going to the Knights, mm. they haven't they haven't brought another hooker on the bench. So Jake Turpin isn't that expensive. No, he's not. He's not. He's actually a pretty good, pretty interesting little option there. Yeah. Now, if if we weren't already stacked in the halves and hooker, like I might look at him, but I've yeah. got so many halves and hooker problems. That... Yeah, me too. I don't think I'm so, actually yeah. going to look at him, but he's definitely interesting. He is interesting. Um, right. 
Over yeah, to hang the on, Eels? Hang on. So, oh, so the three okay. forward bench yeah. is potentially like, does, is that a, I'm going to talk about captaincy later on, but mm-hmm. I think that is potentially uh, not good for Mr. Payne Haas. Yeah. It's not great, but. I, I mean, if it's Bullmore there, you wouldn't think that Bullmore gets big minutes. But if, surely, it's, but if it's Lodge. Surely, yeah, but surely Glenn and Hopuati don't both play 80 on the edge. Well, but Bruce the, Kennedy there will play, will get a bit of time. But then there's still like, there's still two middles, which is more middles than there have been. It's it's hard to say. Looking at it right now, I wouldn't be worried for this week. I would be worried going forward when Lodge is back, though. Yeah. So we're going to get to the Warriors later. Um, but spoiler alert, Katoa has been benched, if you believe the team lists, mm-hmm. which I think makes Hopawati probably the buy of the round. Jamil. Yeah, I think so. Well, like, maybe not the buy of the round, but in that, in that category, if you've already got the likes of Tanua Brown and Rudolph and you don't have, or you, or you don't have the, the sort of jewels to get them in, I think Hopawati becomes... He's, he's now above Katoa, isn't he? You're going to buy Katoa off the bench if you don't have him? Uh, I just... Hopawati hasn't really impressed me that much. And I don't know how long he's going to so last for him. So Seabold came out today and said that, like, Fafita could still be sort of five weeks away or something. Okay. And so, what's Pengai? Three weeks away. Yeah, that's true. So when Pango comes back, that's he's he's dead. Yeah, all right, maybe not. So maybe neither. Anyway, yeah. we'll, we'll get to the Warriors later, but yeah, maybe neither of them then. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not much to see at the Eels, is there? No, the Eels was pre- it was pretty standard. Reed Marnie came back as we expected. Morata yep. New Core is replacing um, Nathan Brown, who's suspended. Yep. At Thirteen. Otherwise, it's all pretty standard. Okay. Cool. Moving right along. Cowboys Titans. Cowboys Titans. Is there much to see at the Cowboys? I don't really think there is. So Mitch Dunn is in because Gavin Cooper's injured. Um, How long is Gavin Cooper out for? Out for? Oh, yeah. I can't remember. Okay. Um, um, and it's not. I don't think it's super coach relevant. Yeah. Uh, okay. So we don't know if if Holmes is going to kick still. Mm-hmm. For me, that's. That's basically the key. Like I was talking last week about that home trade, whether or not he gets the, the kicking is key. It could be like sort of upwards of 15, 16 points a game with the run that they have the kicking duty. Yes. And you know, I actually looked at Clifford's uh, Interest Super Cup goal kicking percentage. Mm-hmm. What do you think it is? Seventy percent. I don't think it's that high. It's exactly seventy percent. You. You've oh really? Yeah. Oh well, wow. Like sixty-nine okay. points. I mean, yeah, seventy percent. And Holmes, Holmes' career goal kicking percentage is seventy-four percent. Yeah. So I don't think it's a it's a lay down Mazer that the Clifford gets it. Well, yeah. Why would you give it to him for a couple of weeks as well? Exactly. That just kind of you, you, particularly when they've got a kind of easy run. You'd think that maybe you kind of give it to the guy you're going to give it to for the whole season to get his confidence going. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that. That's what I would do unless if I was a coach. I unless they know. give it to Yeah, but, but Holmes was still kicking like at the end of round two, wasn't he? He was, but not great. Not amazing, but anyway. Um, 
All right. So the Titans. Big changes so for the all, Titans. Yeah. So all, all the all the good source on the Titans was correct. Jamal Fogarty starting at halfback. Mm. So keep an eye on him. Tyrone Roberts back to fullback. Philip Sammy on the wing. Um, Keegan Hipgrave in at 12. And he's not that expensive. He's like 237 or something like that. Um, yeah. How many minutes do you reckon he'll last before he gets suspended? <laughs> 20. Um, yeah. So my question to you, like, I don't think there's anyone particularly super relevant at the Titans. No. Um, Portugal well, is, have... is starting. That's kind of interesting. but Yeah. Super... I do have Jairo in my team. Yeah, okay. But, I mean, his role doesn't look like it's necessarily changed. Mm, yeah, maybe. We'll see. Um, is that a four forward bench? Nah, Aaron Clark is a hooker. Okay. Um, my question to you on that Titans team is, is it better or worse defensively than the last team they put up? Well, it's better because Cardi's not in it. So Hipgrave is like a tough nut, but is he actually a good defender on the edge? I get the sense that he might be one of those guys that tries to put a hit on and misses tackles. Like, he can't be worse than Cardi. Cardi's literally the worst defender in the game. So he's an upgrade from Cardi. Mm -hmm. But then, but you take that into account, I think Copley in the centres is better than um, Kelly. So they're two sort of upgrades, potentially. Better defensive, I guess. Yeah, defensive upgrades. Because all we really care about for the Titans is how many points they're going to let in. Yep. Um... Fogarty, like, no idea. Mm-hmm. But, you know, a, a rookie half could, you think, could potentially be a problem. Mm-hmm. Especially when they come into a team that's got a, that's got bad defense and they don't have mm-hmm. that structure around them to kind of, to help them out. But anyway, we'll see. Yeah. Maybe he's a gun defender, who knows. Yeah. And, and, then, <clears throat> and then Tyron Roberts to fullback. Fullback is a really important defensive position. Mm-hmm. And to be fair, they had Sammy there in the first two rounds, and he's not really a, a known fullback. But yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if Tyron, Tyron Roberts at fullback kind of fills me with confidence for their defense either. So all in all, I don't know he's how not... much better it is than it was. Yeah, yeah. No, I was, I was just about to say like small fullbacks don't do well unless you know they lead with the boots. Um... Yeah, but it's more. It's also just a sort of organizational role. Like yeah. telling telling the guys where to go, and yeah. I think that comes with like a lot of time at fullback. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I, and I, and and as far as Fogarty goes, you know, he, he might be okay, but I can see a lot of sort of passing out to Roberts, sweeping around, and Roberts would potentially be the playmaker. So. Yeah. It'll be interesting yep. to see which side the two halves depend on as well, because mm-hmm. Taylor next to Cartwright was just an absolute disaster. Um, yeah, so I guess we'll see. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. Uh, Roosters bunnies. Yeah. Uh, prime beef. Angus. Yeah. But that's, that could be a, like a one week thing. So, um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It seems like a one week thing. If he yeah. absolutely has a, an amazing game, mm-hmm. maybe he keeps that spot. Potentially. Potentially. Hard, hard to know. Now, the only question here is, um, so Taukiaho's out with, I think, a minor injury. Mm. Um, so that sort of pushed everything around a little bit. Uh, but besides that, the team looks pretty pretty settled. Yeah, yeah. 
just just quite and coming in it's kind of interesting but yeah one week you know hard to hard to get him in for one week mm-hmm. bunnies looks pretty much as expected so there's no roberts so campbell graham has come into the centers and alex johnston to the wing and yep. kung fu kung fu cody has been yep. dropped for a couple of weeks or suspended for a couple of weeks so troy dargan is in at six yeah. Uh, don't think that's super coach relevant, really, apart from if you've got Walker and you can't play him. Murray's still at 12. Four forward bench. So not great for the likes of, you know, Liam Knight. I'm selling Liam Knight this week. Not for that right. reason, but just because he's sort of plotted a little bit. Not gotten mm-hmm. the minutes so far, but yeah, I'm, I'm still going to sell Liam Knight based on that bench. Yep. Not the rest. The rest of it is pretty normal. So let's move on to quite an interesting one: Warriors Dragons. Yeah, there's a fair bit going on here. So mm. the backs are pretty much maybe what you would expect. Um, I don't think there's a lot of super catch relevance in, in the backs, but there's plenty in the forwards. JTB gets a start. Yeah, very exciting. Yeah, As a just, I don't have yeah. him. Would you get him if he's still in the team an hour out? Still starting an hour out? Well, I've got Musgrove. So having two non... Because I've got Watkins as well. Having two non-starters, no good. Oh, you're holding Watkins, aren't you? Yeah. For the moment. Um, and that's a problem as well. I'll get to that in a second. But um, Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to sell... Like, I don't want to waste a trade on Mus- Musgrove because I... I want to use my trades on guys that are going to score points, but I suppose you've got to make money as well. Um, if there's any week you've got to make money, it's this week. Yeah. Like, that's not is, even... I mean, we'll, yeah. The, the Tigers game is the game after that as well, so we may not know. Because I think there's still a chance that Musgrove sneaks his way into the 17. I don't. I don't, and I'll, I'll tell you why when we, get, when we come to that team. Okay. Anyway... Yeah. So back to the, the Warriors. Katoa has been benched, as we said. So that's not great. I've already got him, so I'm, you know, obviously I'm not going to sell him. But I was probably going to play him this week if he was starting. Uh, so I'm not going to be playing him anymore. So I might still get him. I don't have him, but I might still get him. Yeah. Yeah. So can I just say, if I don't get him, the player I'm going to get is on the other side of the field. Tyrell Fuimaona. How many minutes can he possibly get if there's no injuries? So I think he'll he'll he's almost guaranteed at least thirty minutes. Now going over, you're going to get drag, him on thirty minutes. Yeah, maybe I will because he's almost basement price. He's a dual position, and his big scoring games round two. Yeah, but if he scores two fifteens, he just he just he's seems not like gonna make getting, a lot of money. Yeah, but he just seems like he's getting really involved. I liked what I saw from him. Yeah, and so okay, and looking at the minutes, so there there are fewer minutes to go around because we're going from the from two hookers with Isaac Luke and who was a Billy Britton, back to Cameron McInnes being being back in the team returning from injury. Mm. But apart from that. They've still got a back on the bench, being Ewan Aitken, who I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't play any minutes at all. 
and then um, and then I don't really think um, the middle rotation is going to affect him too much. So the question is, does he take minutes off Frizzell and Sims? I think he's going to take a fair bit of minutes off Frizzell. So Frizzell, for a few years, has been playing sort of 50 to 60 minutes a game. And I think now that his Knights deal has gone through, there's not there's not a huge reason to be playing more than like 50 minutes a game. Yeah, I don't like to me a a 30 minute back rower is super coach poison and I don't want anything to do with him. Potentially, but this guy like I said, this guy seems like he's getting involved, he's going for the tries. Yeah. 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 We'll see. We'll see. So I still think sorry, I'm, I'm not done with the Warriors yet. I still think there's some funny buggers going on with the Warriors. How? It, well, it wouldn't surprise me if Blair goes to prop, Brown to the bench, Katoa to start. Okay. Something like that. Or yep. or Parsi starts instead of Brown. Mm-hmm. Or even Curran comes into the team instead of Katoa. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Or Jack Murchie comes into the team for, for King Buniyayawa. Yeah. Something like that. So, like, yeah, I don't know. I don't really trust that team for the Warriors, but we'll see. Back to the Dragons. Zach Lomax at centre is very interesting. Mm-hmm. That's, I think that's Supercoach gold, to be honest. Yeah, I think it's good for him. Yeah, I think it's great. Well, it's it's he's going to score less tries, you would think, but he's now, like, a centre should, and the games that I've seen him play at centre, he's actually got pretty good base. Yeah. Sort of high 20s, maybe even 30 base. Mm-hmm. If you add goal kicking against some pretty average teams that he's got coming up, he could be he could get over 40 in base now. Well, base, mm-hmm. base plus goal kicking. Yeah. Whereas on the wing, you know, if he doesn't score a try, he could pump out a 20. So, yeah, I think that is good for him. I'm I'm going to play him this week. Are you going to play Willie Army as well? It's going to be between Willie Army and Hampton. Who's running at Gerard Beale? Beale would play on the right. Is that correct? So that know. would be. But both those both those centers are terrible defenders. Both Hiku and Beale are bad. Defenders. All right. Would you play Hampton? I'm um, definitely playing Hampton. So this is the week to not be buying up all these four hundred thousand dollars centers and play the guys you've already got. But yeah, when we get to our trades, I'm not sure how I'm really going to get a, get around that issue. And the other news for the Dragons is Josh, my boy, Josh Kerr got named. So, Our boy. Our boy. Our boy. So I yeah. lost out with Musgrove, but but Kerr is named, so that's not too bad. So that was really interesting. So for him to get named, it means Trent Merrin drops out of the 17. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and actually the other the other missing uh, missing player out of the Dragons is Timmy Lafay. He's gone. Yeah. Yeah, so so Rava Lava comes into the wing, Lomax to centre, and your boy Tim Lafay is Gonski's. Yeah, where? So he's not even. It's not no, even like out. extended bench. He's left right out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did Which, he have some sort of like domestic violence or something that uh, cropped I, up over the off season, over over the COVID period? I think that. Uh, no, I think it was before that. I think it was just a mental health issue. But um, there was something. He was in the news for something. But yeah, I look. Put it this way, Lafay hasn't added much for a few years now, and he, and if he were to, it has to be at centre um, with with his offload. So, 
to have him playing on the wing like I th- like they kind of had him the first couple of rounds is probably useless anyway. The other, yeah, okay, yeah. The other thing we didn't mention is McGuinness is back at hooker, mm-hmm. and no, uh, Isaac Luke as you uh, profited. Mm-hmm. So that looks like McGuinness gets eighty straight up to me. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I still wouldn't get him just yet, but yeah. To me, if I was thinking about getting um, getting Ryan Madison this week, uh, I'd hold off just on just on the McInnes news. Because, like, put it this way, Madison is definitely going, or is most likely going to be a keeper, but he's not like a sort of must-have right now keeper with McInnes back and with Bateman coming back next week. You're going to have options. I disagree. I okay. think Madison has shown that he's going to be... He's getting so much ball and he's just not passing and making a lot of tackles. He just looks like he's going to average almost maybe 75. Mm-hmm. I can't see any other second row apart from Tamalolo doing that. I think Matt, if you get Madison, he's going to be 700k very quickly and that's expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think this week is the week to get Madison. I'd be waiting a few weeks on... On McGuinness. I think he's more of a 65 average guy. So uh, a bit more rotation also at the Dragons. So James Graham is in at, at 13 with Corbin Sims uh, starting, actually, mm. uh, which Blake Laurie's coming off the bench. But, but yeah, just sort of a different rotation in those middles. What going on there? All right. Sharks, Tigers. So yeah. the big news of the day. Is there like... Is there like some kind of like needle factory in Cronulla where you can go and buy them cheap? Some kind of drive-through <laughs> option? Uh, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's 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 hard to understand, isn't it? Like this kid's just basically throwing his career away. I mean, we don't know yet. We'll do more tests and all the rest of it. I don't want to preempt anything too much, but it's it's not it's not good. It's still it's it's. Hey, it was a couple of months ago that he knocked back a two and a half million dollar offer from the Sharks. Oh my god! And how funny is it that um, like there was an article posted this morning about how fast he looked. Yeah. And then like four hours later, there's an article right next to it that says on Sharks. <laughs> Sprint times so fast. Yeah. The boys yeah. have been telling me how fast I looked. Um. Anyway, so back to the, so back to the team. What does that mean for the team? So Josh Dugan comes in to centre, mm-hmm. and Sione Katoa holds his wing spot. Um, so this is huge. It's big, isn't it? And and Sione Katoa is playing against the weakest, yep. the weakest right-hand side in the comp. Now, there is a bit of, like, we're going to play some Supercoach bingo now. Mm-hmm. What's the problem with Sione Katoa in that lineup? That he's outside Josh Dugan? Correct. Bingo. Josh Dugan does not pass. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. He's very interesting, though. He's a he's a very interesting little zag for everyone that's going to get the likes of Isa Yo and, and the, the two Broncos, Stags and Isaaco, and uh, even Mansell. 
Yeah, he's cheaper and he's got a very low break even. Yeah. And could turn up against the Tigers if their defense on that side has been anything, uh, you know, continue in the way it's been. I don't think I could do it because of Dugan and because the half is Chad Townsend. Mm-hmm. And I expect that the Tigers maybe have been working on that side of defense. I bloody well hope they have for the last couple of months. Mm-hmm. Maybe they can come out for one game and D up, but yeah. So apart from that, so Will Kennedy has held his spot because Matty Moylan is on an extended bench. Yeah, as is Magulius. Yeah, Magulius on extended bench is really interesting. So Williams has held his spot and looks like Magulius isn't going to make the team unless that changes. Which is a bit of a shame because Magulius got that good score in the last game and I was going to look to trade him in next week if he did get a run. Yeah. So, and then so Britain Accor is back. Sorry? Yeah, yeah. So, so the Katoa news makes me think whether I still want to get Jesse Ramian. If I can get Katoa for his price and maybe trade him into Ramian in a couple of weeks. So to me, I personally speaking, I, I may still be getting Katoa. Or I may be getting Katoa instead of Ramian, I should say. I quite like that. Yeah, just given that he's playing on that against that Tigers uh, right-hand defense. Yeah, I'd probably yeah. get Katoa over Ramian. Yeah, and Ramian's got a 54-point break even, so they'll yeah. they'll meet they'll meet somewhere around the low 400s, I reckon. Yeah, yep, I like it. Um, cool. So, so for the Tigers, Adam Dewey goes to fullback. Corey Thompson left right out. They've gone for sort of a bigger back line. Mm-hmm. With Robert Jennings and Nofo on the wings. Mm-hmm. Moses and Bai comes into the centers. Joseph Le Lewis held his spot, which he did not deserve to. What do you reckon Josh Dugan's defense is like in his old age? Oh, it's it's okay as when he fronts up. Um he's just yeah, it's just gonna be a speed issue. And none of those guys are really gonna run around him. BJ's pretty quick when he gets going. Mate, BJ's thirty, come on. Anyway. When he gets going. Also, he he doesn't he, like. He's deceptively quick for a fat for a fat bloke. Well, that that doesn't make him all all out quick. And also, he just run, he like he runs pretty straight. He doesn't he doesn't sort of get around players, get outside players that much anymore. Maybe. Anyway, I'm just wondering if if Dugan being back is better or worse for BJ than than Sherry would have been. Maybe it's mm. worse. Uh, anyway, um, Luke Brooks is back. Alex Twal has gone to lock. Yeah. Yeah, we talked Twal down last week, but does, does him being at lock change things? I don't think it can be bad for him, but I don't think it's so good that I'm going to trade him in. Again, my issue with Twal is not his his work or, or his minutes. Even if he gets sort of 60, 65 minutes, it's just the guy kind of wears out and he doesn't add too much beyond his base stats. There's all this talk of him trading the training the house down during the uh, the COVID period. So I can see him getting sixty minutes at lock and and at a PPM probably around one and and averaging sixty now, which is pretty good for four hundred ninety k. I mean that's what I was seeing is for Jack Williams at three hundred ninety k. You know it's mm. you don't uh, know you don't know, but uh 
Yeah, it looks like a three forward bench now, and it's been a four forward bench. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Harry Grant straight in. Billy Walters is on the bench, which is good for Billy Walters' owners. Josh Reynolds doesn't make the team, and we've already talked about Zane Musgrove. Right. So, oh, and they've got this Alex Safarth guy, who, as far as I can see, is just like some kind of Keith Galloway clone. Well, he's listed as a back rower. Yeah. So that's what confuses me. Why would you have one prop, a hooker, and two back rowers on the bench? He might be one of those guys that can play back row or prop, but this is why I think Musgrove might still have a chance because Musgrove's the only prop in the extended reserves. Right. But I just don't know. Why why would he do that? Why would he put Musgrove at 20 if he wasn't going to play him? All right, so, so, so this is what I was going to talk about. So my issue with Musgrove... The Tigers have the best extended bench in the comp. Josh Reynolds, Matthew Eisenhuth, Zane Musgrove, Michael Chican. All of those are basically fringe. No, I would call all those guys first round. I would call all those guys first grade players. Yeah. I don't, like, even if one of those guys on the regular interchange fall off, how do you know Musgrove's going to be the guy? Could be Eisenhuth. Yeah. Might even be chicken. Maybe. Maybe. I just I can't like I understand what you're saying about lack of props, but you know they've got twelve. They can he can they can bump him up. Um, even LIA can play a little bit on the edge if they need to. I don't know. Um, I I just don't don't see the the clear landing strip for Musgrove that I think you can. Yeah, that's fair. I just don't want to waste a trade on him. You know, like trading a 200k guy to a 170k guy. And, and, and going back, like, so there's, like, Rudolph is a good option. I don't have either Rudolph or JTB at the moment. And they're both good options. The, the issue with JTB is that, um, you know, the Warriors keep talking about getting players on loan. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what's going to happen there. Uh, one thing we didn't talk about with, with the, the Broncos guy, now that I think about getting players in, Papawati, is that they've been talking about getting Ben Teo. Oh, yeah. So, I heard that. I would have thought Ben Teo retired ages ago, but he's not that old. No. So that's one thing to worry about if you're thinking about getting Papawati, I suppose, whether they actually get Ben Teo and how quickly they get him into the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that kind of leaves, like, yeah, JCB or Rudolph, but yeah, JCB, I'm just not sure. And then there's... There's Jazzy coming back as well. There's that mm-hmm. push, like an Adam Blair into the into the prop rotation. Yeah, but okay. So what's worse now with Musgrove? Assuming assuming it, it just continues as the team list has shown, and he just ends stays on an extended bench for the next three or four weeks, and then you have to ditch him because he's not even making the team. What do you do then? Like, what's worse, getting rid of him now or getting rid of him then? Surely getting rid of him then is worse. You should dump him now that you can make money. So the other thing that comes into this the consideration here is that Bradman Best hasn't been named. Now, I had planned to sell Callum Watkins for Bradman Best, which would leave me with only one non-playing player as of next week, which would be Musgrove, who I could then use to loop. Now, without Bradman Best getting named, there's no obvious trade down for Watkins that I can see. 
So it means that I've now got two non-players, which is less good. So yeah, it might mean that I have to trade him, but I'd like to be able to wait until I can see that final team, team list for the Tigers, which might, you know, maybe that means I have to get Rudolph because they're playing the shot. Yeah. But it, it just so- it just crowds out a trade, and it's probably it's probably getting Val Holmes in. You know, that's let's say Val Holmes goes massive against the Titans and scores 130. Yep. And and Pappenhausen scores 55 against the Raiders. Yes. And then for the sake of 30k and a, and some money down the track, I've lost 80 points. Like. Uh, I, I I know what you're saying. I just uh, I just don't think money is going to be that hard to come by this year. Then find then get them both in. Find another trade. But that, then it's just another trade that I'm getting that I'm not, not going to be able to make that I want to make anyway. All right, let's let's keep going. So the next is the Storm and the Raiders. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Is there much to see here? Brandon uh, Smith's back. Um, no Kamikamika. No Kamikamika and um, no what's-his-face, Momorowski. Yeah, no. That doesn't surprise me. But yeah, Kamikamika not being there surprises me. I don't know if he's injured or what. Mm-hmm. So that that's, he was sort of an option for some people, a bit of a left-field option. Your mate ba- Bailey Simonson has kept his spot for the Raiders. Yeah, so I'm, I think I'm still going to sell him. Oh, I probably would against the with the draw that they've got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 like I got, I only got him in my team for the draw, and I don't think he's, uh, I don't think he's going to make enough money quick enough to justify holding on to him. Especially as I said, this being the week where there's a there's there should be a lot of players in your seven center wings that that you, that are actually playable this week. Yeah, yeah. No Bateman as expected. So that's good for Horsburgh and Tarpany and Gore. Yeah. So that that must go to Gore trade is another one. Uh huh. Yeah. Would you do Gore over a JTB or a Rudolph? Uh, Rudolph of those guys is the cheapest and the most guaranteed to keep his spot. I think. I think and Rudolph fact, and Rudolph and JTB are the same, aren't they? They're both rookie price. Oh, sorry. They're, yeah, they're both the same price. But um, Gore's fifty k more expensive. Gula's 50k more expensive. Um, but he's so going to make like 100k in one week. Yeah. Yes, but... Um, but then probably flatten out. Then probably flatten out. And, oh, who knows? But uh, as long as he stays in the team, I think he'll be fine. My only problem is I'm not sure that he's going to stay in the team now. And Rudolph will definitely stay in the team as far as I can see. And if anything happens, like... I, don't th- I just don't think for- Andrew Fafita is going to last the season. And if he doesn't, there's a lot of minutes on offer there. That's true. It's true. And he looks very busy, Rudolph, doesn't he? Yeah. So does Brown, though. Yeah. All right. Is there anything anything else there? I think that's it. Uh, so Rapana is named in 18. Mm. So... For those people that do have Simonson and are thinking about what to do, like I said, I'm probably going to sell him. But the interesting thing will be with Rapana, does he end up coming to the team either this week or next week? And if so, is it for Simonson or is it for Michael Oldfield on the bench? 
because they still do have that back on the bench. Mm. So I'll be interested to see what happens with that. All right, Panthers. Matt Burton comes into the side for Cleary. The forwards is where it gets interesting. Capewell is back and he's starting. Mm-hmm. Yo goes to lock. Yeah. Fisher-Harris to prop. Mm-hmm. We've got a three middle bench. Tedavano, Leota, and Liam Martin. Assuming that, that Liam Martin comes on and plays lock. But I guess he can always also play on an edge. Yep. What does this mean for, for Yo? I think Yo's going to jump all, all around the field. I can see him playing 40 minutes at lock and taking 20 off Kikau on one edge and maybe taking 20 off Capel on the other edge. And playing 80. Close to that, yeah. Well, if that's the case, he's a must-have. Why do you think that? You were, like, a bit worried about Yo. I am. I And look... I am very worried about it, but I, I, for some reason, I, I tend to agree. Like, I think that, I think that uh, Ivan Cleary has showed his hand, and he wants to play Yo big minutes. And even if he gets sixty at lock, that's kind of fine as well. You know, even if he just plays sixty at lock and nothing else, and, and Lee Martin takes twenty off in there. If he plays fifty at lock, it's not as good. But. I think you've got to take a punt, right? I think it's a punt worth taking. I think it's a punt worth taking. I think I think if he gets big minutes, he's going to be a must-have, and next week he's going to be sort of 70, 80K more expensive. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. So still no no hooker on the bench, which is great for Abby Coruscant. Yep. Uh, Knights. All right, so you mentioned it already. So Bradman Best is named in 18, which means Tuala and Shibasaki keep their spots for the moment. Mm. I don't know what that'll mean in the long run, but but we'll see. Maybe maybe Bradman Best just can't, can't crack the team. Yeah, it just depends, I suppose. It depends how well, like, you know, if they get flogged by the Panthers. Mm-hmm. Maybe not. Um so McCulloch's not ready yet, so he hasn't made the team yeah. including bench, which means Connor Watson is starting at nine and Chris Randall comes onto the bench. Yeah, but but Watson's a bit of a trap, right? You'd think so. You, you can't really buy Watson with the McCulloch news, I don't think. Not yet. You've got to wait at least a week. He's got a BE of like 30-something, so you'd, you'd wait a week anyway just to see what his role looks like next week. Mm-hmm. Unless McCulloch, McCulloch has just been bought as like as cover, Potential, yeah, possibly. You know, it's possible. But anyway, I guess we'll see you next week. And then uh, Sione is in for Mitch Barnett, who's out injured. Yeah, okay. But otherwise, that's, that's that. And the last game of the week, we've got Manly. So Manly looks pretty much as expected, at least in the starting 13. They've got a couple of guys that have come back onto the bench. Corey Waddell and Sean Kepi, and Tanila Paseka actually, which in some ways makes just makes their team look stronger, but not nothing really uh, super coach relevant. No, not really. Um, so you'd think you'd think those bench forwards would see really limited minutes uh, with the starting pack that the Manly have. Yeah, yeah. What would you What would you do if you had Sean Kepi in your team? I have no idea. 
I don't think I'd sell him. If I'm not selling Musgrove, I don't think I'm selling Sean Kepi. No, I guess not. I think I would personally. That's yeah. interesting. And the Bulldogs. Oh, so, so loop guy. Oh, the loop got shut down. Yeah, the loop got shut down. Jake Avarillo is named at 14, which makes him an A disaster for anyone that's got him. Yeah, so the interesting thing is um, Brandon Wakeham's been dropped for Jack Hogger. Yeah, yeah think, that is interesting. And that, that, that's kind of interesting. So Foran's still not back yet. You think when he is back, he comes in for Cogger. Yeah. Maybe um, Avarillo keeps his spot just because he can cover a bunch of positions. Yeah, but that's that's bad for anyone that's got him. Oh, that's bad. Yeah, yeah, that's that's horrible. Uh, Dean Britt comes yeah. in at 12, which is kind of mm-hmm. interesting. I thought uh, Fatal Mariner would probably get the spot, and he didn't. Mm-hmm. But... Hard to know what Dean Britt's role is going to look like. And he's 380k. I think there's better options out there, but... I agree. It's kind of interesting if you want to kind of zag on one of those sort of mid-priced second rowers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with their with their halves, I'm not really interested. Yep. And that's it, really. Um, Tolman didn't make the team. Yeah, there's not, you know, there's not much super coach relevance with the Bulldogs. They're going to get smashed. That team's going to get absolutely smashed. Well, that's a good lead into what I want to talk about next. Okay. So I said in the preseason that I wanted this year I wanted to come up with a captaincy strategy before the season and stick mm-hmm. to it and just see how that went over the course of the season. Um, and that strategy was Payne Haas as captain yep. unless... Uh, Manly are playing a bottom eight team at Brookvale or at yes. Lotto Land, in, in which case straight up captain uh, Tom, Tom Trebojevic. Tom uh-huh. Trebojevic. <sighs> there is no Lotto Land anymore. So I don't know if I'm going to do that anymore. Those palm trees behind the goalposts in Gosford, uh, they're, they're beautiful. They're really, really <laughs> I just... Uh, I, f- I feel like it, it's a second lotto land. Manly have always played well there. It's still not the same as Brookie, and particularly with no people in it. So, first of all, I think once you take the people out, it doesn't really matter what they're playing. It's it's not like lotto land has some kind of no, but that thing. but then but then you're losing that advantage anyway. Joey Johns used to say playing at Brook, Brookvale Oval is like playing in quicksand. Right. It's like your legs just don't move for some reason. Right. Anyway, I think I, personally for me it throws a spanner in the works, and the three, the three forward bench at the Broncos makes me kind of a bit less confident about Payne Haas mm-hmm. this week. So it'll be interesting to see how because he, he actually got eighty minutes in the first two games. Yeah, I don't know. Like I don't know if he gets eighty anymore with that team. No, especially if Lodge comes back. Mm. What are you thinking this week in terms of captaincy strategy? Uh, I'm behind, so I think I need to go with Turbo. So, uh, Tamalolo, vice-captain, Turbo-captain. Not not one of your shiny new toys? No. Drink water? Vice-captain? No. I, I, no. I, I think, you know, I, I think Tamalolo might get some attacking stats anyway. I, 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 reckon, I reckon they'll both get close to 100, if not over it. Um, the just, only question for Tamalolo is 
if they're up by 30, does he get a rest? Early night. Yeah. If you're vice-captaining him, that's not such a big risk. It's more risk if you're, if you're putting the Z on him. Mm-hmm. I want to put the vice-captain on my shiny new toy, Val Holmes. If you get it. If I get him. That's another reason why I want to get him. Which means you can't put the captain on turbo anyway. Yeah, that's true. Shit. So then who's your captain if Val Holmes is your vice? That's a good, that is a very good question because he plays after the Broncos, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Hmm. That means I can't play Tomalolo as captain either. What's left? Jeez, not much. Yeah. Yuck. Yuck, yuck, yuck. Yeah, maybe maybe VC Drake Porter then. So can I talk to you about my trades a little bit? Yeah, yeah, please. Not to you know, uh, I don't think I don't think we talk through our trades all the time, but I just I just or I just want to talk about one trade really, or one potential trade. So I am still looking for the best way to bring Scott Drinkwater into my team. Now, with the players that I have through my team and, and the dual position players, um, I can trade out a hooker, a half, or a fullback for him. Yep. Now, of those positions, uh, Coruscant I'm not trading out, and Tommy Turbo I'm not trading out. Mm-hmm. Everybody else I think I can make the argument to get rid of. And the other pl- those other players are... Blake Braley, Mitch Moses, uh, George Williams, Billy Walters, Jerome Luai, and Ryan Pappenhausen. Yep. Now, of those six players I just named, um, three of them have negative break evens. Yeah. George Williams has a break even of 10. And then the two expensive guys, Moses has a break-even of 38. His average is above that. Pappenhausen has a break-even of 48. His average is above that. But those two guys might be keepers. So I'm now trying to decide which of these six players is worth getting rid of to bring Drinkwater into my team. And to me, there's not a clear option. Every, Every single one of them has an argument for him staying in my team. Oh, I've got. I I know who I'd trade out if I was you. All right, out with it. Who would it be? Walters. Really? Yeah. So Walters has the lowest break even. What if he scores two fifteens? How much money is he gonna make? Not much. Yeah. That's a possibility, right? He's on the bench. I guess so, but he probably doesn't play more than thirty minutes. And probably has a PPM of about point five. So I, okay. So I think, I think surely I'm going to have to trade one of Walters or Brayley to Harry Grant in a couple of weeks anyway, right? Yep, but you trade Brayley. I guess so. But uh, would I though? I mean, Brayley hasn't been doing much. And the Tiger, they both have good draws for the moment. You'd have a look at what, like Harry Grant's not a... If he, if he shares time relatively equally with Walters... But I don't think he will. Yeah, but even if he plays, 50, he gets fifty minutes, and Walters gets thirty. Mm-hmm. Then he may not be a buy. He might average thirty-five. Yeah. 
So I wouldn't worry about that too much. And if he and if he does, you know, if he starts with two seventies, mm-hmm. then you sell you put and you know Braley keeps scoring forties, then you've made a hundred k on Braley and happy days. Yeah, get rid of him. Yep. But Walters mm-hmm. is going to sit there stinking it, stinking it up as an AE. Yeah, he's going to make maybe fifty k over the next two weeks, but so what? Oh, okay. So. There is one problem with Walters or any of these two hundred thousand dollar guys. Yeah, I was. I mentioned before I was tossing up trading in, maybe still trading in, Elisea Katoa, um, or potentially Tyrell Fumano of Dragons. Mm. Uh, if it is Fumano, then I can't. Then I'm about eight grand short of getting um, drink water. But if it's Katoa, then I'm fine. Don't do either of those trades. Katoa's on the bench and Fuyama. They're both bench back rowers. I okay, then I, I wouldn't touch either. Money. Then I'm going to need to find some money elsewhere, which is fine. Have you got both Rudolph and JTV? No, but I've got Guler and uh, Guler and JTV. Right. Who's in your second row bench? Have you thought about trading out Liam Knight? That's that's an option. I mm. four forward bench. Yeah. What happened to Sir Offload a lot? Yeah, he just didn't really do it. I mean, he like it's a risk, right? Like, I think Knight could still average. Look, I don't see him averaging more than fifty-five. Even if he averages sixty, like I don't know how much you've lost. Even if, even if he averages 60, he's not a keeper. It's going to be a bit of a slow burn in terms of money. Mm-hmm. He'd have to average 65 to really be a real loss. And do you see that happening at his minutes? Uh, potentially not. No. Yep, that's fair. That's fair. I'll look at that later tonight. All right. Well, well footy's back. Two days. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Now they just have to not get coronavirus. Great chatting, right. as always. Uh, and we'll, uh, we'll have another chat next week. Yeah, uh, enjoy a long came, Polly. I will. I will. Thanks. Right. See ya. See ya.